I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, it's time for Matt's Missive. Matt's Missive. Um, I've forgotten how the song went. <laughs> Matt's Missive. Um, I've got to stop singing. I sing in my other podcast, and it's no good. Uh <laughs> In uh, I, um, yeah, when we go to the regular verse um, and talk about Jennifer Lopez, I sing all of the singing bits that um, lovely Philip that I work with normally sings because he has a music career. Uh, <laughs> because J Lo can't sing, I can't sing, and so I sing all the singing bits. Anyway, it's it's a, <laughs> I was going to say it's a sight to behold, but it's a podcast, so it's something to listen to. Uh, <laughs> that was annoying for everyone, including me. I'm wearing very big headphones. That was a lot. Uh, anyway, Matt's missive continues. It's like, <laughs> this is like the Stephen Moffat era where the Doctor Who theme changed every every other episode. Oh, we'll just change the opening credits and the theme and the way they write Doctor Who. That is just all changed, like depending what's in the episode. Um, it did happen. Go back and have a look. Season seven was like crazy. Like they changed it about every two episodes. Um. <laughs> Every two minutes. It's like, we're changing the, the title again. <laughs> changing the music. We're going to have lightning now and thunder. Um, anyway. Matt's <laughs> missive. Uh, most of this is to distract from detract from the fact that uh, I can't start Matt's missive properly on his uh, assessment of the Daleks in Manhattan and evolution of the Daleks because he's written a rude word um, that I refuse to repeat. Anyway. Uh, it's the closest I can get is appendage face, um, because of the human Dalek who has all the, you know, the, the kind of like tentacles coming out of his head. Uh, Matt says, yes, look, I enjoyed this two-parter, but there are so many things wrong with it. Oh yeah. Plus you can drive a truck through some of the plot holes. Um, he says a showgirl who can't sing. Oh, come on. She wasn't as bad as me. (laughs) 
That's missive. Um, a central monster that looks like he's had um, <laughs> loads of appendages stuck to his cheeks. Again, I'm cleaning up Matt's language for him. Um, Hugh Corshies and several other actors, dreadful American accents. Oh, yes, some of the American accents are difficult. This has long been a problem with um, the Big Finish uh, episodes is when they get someone in who is not great at an American accent. Um, It's when you go, oh, well, more power to Nicola Bryant for doing Perry's accent and doing a decent job of it for a very long time Uh, because not everyone can manage. And nowadays they often get people who are actually American. Um, Like sometimes they get, uh, like you often get some people who were in the movie Aliens, which was filmed in... In London, uh, so they just got whatever Americans were hanging around. <laughs> like the guy that's Lieutenant Gorman, he turns up in the big finish occasionally. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> but Matt goes on to say, pig slaves, enough said. Uh, <laughs> There's always some weird slave business going on in Doctor Who. Like, I mean, it's the Daleks. They're problematic. And, of course, they would create slaves because that's, uh, that's that's what goes on um, with the Daleks. They're, they're, you know, they're an enslaving race. Uh, we shouldn't aspire to be them. Um, in fact, we should be ashamed of any behaviour we had that makes us look like Daleks. Uh, anyway, pig slaves. Um, he, and then Matt says, and the criminal decision to hire someone as beautiful as Ryan Carnes, and after he's been in it for two minutes, you cover his lovely mug with a pig mask. <laughs> oh, that's right, they turned him into a pig. Oh, poor Matt. His eye candy was all... <laughs> put into pig pig business. Um, Matt says that's absolutely mad. At least we've got the lovely Andrew Garfield to look at. Oh, that's right. Andrew Garfield's in this one. He does a good American accent. Like, i got to give him that. He's great. Uh, <laughs> Matt rather facetiously says, I wonder if he'll go on to do much else. He was Spider-Man. 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 I'm trying not to sing the actual tune in case I get pinged by some AI robot. <laughs> Comes after me for my bad singing. <laughs> um, but yeah, Andrew Garfield is in that one. Oh, he's so good. I love him. Um, I watched that. Oh, what's that movie? He made this weird kind of surreal uh, detective-y LA noir movie that, is just strange. Like he just gets, he becomes paranoid and then follows all these weird things. And it's, it's very strange. Um, but yeah, Andrew Garfield's great. And has anyone watched that one that's on Disney where he's like, is he like a religious guy and a detective? And he has to like, yeah, I've only seen the ad for it, but I've not watched it. Um, Anyway, Andrew Garfield, delight. Uh, And Matt goes on, who can argue with Daleks uh, going up the Empire State Building? Uh, It's fun. Like, like it's it's one of those whiteboard episodes where it's like, Daleks at the building of the Empire State Building in New York. Let's go for it. And I'm like, yeah, that's fun. Um, Matt says, a human Dalek was a nice idea if poorly executed. But at least this season's Dalek story was entertaining enough. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I kind of like the crazy 
um, James Whale, uh, you know, Frankenstein resolution with the doctor getting electrocuted to kind of solve everything. Like it, that's bonkers and fun and silly. And I, I really do enjoy that part of it. Um, but yeah, it's one of those ones where you go, it's, and this happens a lot in the modern series where you go, there's just not enough story to go for two episodes. There's too much for one, like way too much to jam into one. Not enough for two. Um, the other thing I loved about this was Hooverville, which was not something I really knew about. Like, that was not something, you know, we had to read, like, Mice and Men at school. So, we knew about the Depression. Um, we knew about people wandering. I think we had to read the Shirley as well, which is, you know, the Australian kind of uh, eye on the Depression. Just people wandering from town to town trying to find any work possible. Um, so... Yeah, but I didn't know about Hoovervilles. I didn't know about these, like, entire encampments of people living, like, in Central Park in New York. Um, But all over the country, there were just, like, people were living in in tents. I mean, we saw a lot of it in... um, I don't know if anyone's watched the HBO uh, Perry Mason series, which has tragically been cancelled after only two seasons, and I loved it. And it looked like they were doing some brilliant business with Hope Davis, but, you know... I love her. Uh, but yeah, the Hoovervilles were, that was a fascinating insight into a bit of history that you're like, ooh, this is a bit that kind of hide away from you. They're like, oh yeah, the depression, it was bad. Some rich people lost all their money. And then you're like, yeah, but what about the poor people that had nothing to begin with? <laughs> They've got now got even less. They don't even have a house. Um, so yeah, that was, I kind of really enjoyed that that element to the story, that kind of, you know, eye on history, which Doctor Who does really well, you know, goes into the past and is like, did you know this thing about, you know, the history? Um, So, yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed. Uh, Even though it is, there are some very bad things happening. Uh, All right, on to the Lazarus experiment. Um, uh, Matt says, outside of the appearance of Thelma Barlow, I honestly can't think of very much about this that I enjoyed at all. Oh, Thelma Barlow is Right. She used to be in, um, she was in Dinner Ladies, I think, the Victoria Wood show. But she used to be in, she was in Coronation Street for a very long time. And she was just a delight. Um, Did she have a budgie? (laughs) I feel like she had a budgie that was, you know, she was a bit too into. besties um but yeah she's a great actor uh and kind of a bit weird up up a crust in this which is weird because she normally plays a bit more of a, a working class kind of character um uh matt says mark gatiss is obviously the main guest star popping up to play well the same character mark gatiss plays in everything else he ever appears in and choose the scenery like he's got a new pair of dentures that need breaking in <laughs> He does do that. Um, the monster design is a mess and really doesn't work. And the whole thing kind of just whimpers out. There's even a false end about 15 minutes from the end, uh, which gave me a sigh of relief that it's all over. Only for it to move location to a cathedral and continue to be rubbish. Not one I'll cry about not ever seeing again. Throw it away and let Ian Levine rescue it in 2083. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, if we could choose which episodes got lost, <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, if we could trade them in, we could go, oh, yeah, I don't love this one. I want to trade it in for another thing. Um, 
The thing I did li- really like about this was we got to see a bit of Martha's family. Uh, and, yeah, I didn't love the kind of monster story or, or the main thrust of the episode, but I did enjoy the kind of, you know, uh, the weirdness that was going on with Martha's mum, because, uh, you know, I love her, uh, but not being happy with the new wife and the sister who, you know, is amazing in the morning show, the first season, if you're watching. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 not, uh, it's not the best episode. All right, more of Matt's Missive in the next episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.